0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mavs Corner. This is Kyle Klish, and you guys know the drill. We're just going to be doing random stuff, different articles, all revolving around the Mavericks. I, you know, I keep finding a lot of good ones to talk about, so let's just go ahead and jump right into it. So, last episode, I remember talking to you guys about my favorite one-year Maverick, and I believe I decided to pick Pejostoyakovich. Uh... Funny enough, uh they're actually doing a tournament bracket style thing. Uh, the uh Mavs Moneyball team is they're doing a little tournament thing, one through uh, one through sixteen seed. And I have the first round results. So I do want to discuss them and what my preferences were. So uh the number one seed versus the number sixteen seed, Anton Jameson and Cory Brewer. Cory Cory Brewer being sixteen seed. I picked Corey Brewer just because I believe, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that he was on the 2011 championship team. I don't know about the Anton Jameson, I'm not sure, Uh, but that's why I picked Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer just barely got edged out as the 16th seed. It was a 51-49 win for Jameson. So there's that, the 2 seed versus 15 seed. Jose Calderon, which I remember talking about him. I was like, "Oh, he's pretty cool." Then I, then the number 15 seed being Doug McDermott. Yeah, I talked about him too. And I it's obviously it's more fresh on our minds, uh, it's, uh, Doug McDermott was was lights out, you know, very good three-pointer. Three-point shooter, and we hated to see him leave. Calderon wasn't so much. I so that's why I picked Doug McDermott and he lost like significantly. It was Called around about eighty percent, eighty to twenty, which that surprises me because Jose he was like our point guard in like a really like kind of down period for the Mavericks. It was after the twenty eleven championship, I believe it was like twenty like thirteen to fifteen or something like that. Obviously, obviously it was just one year, but it was somewhere around in there, uh, maybe twenty sixteen. But I just like yeah, he was solid. He was you know. Good. I'd say he was probably a top 20 point guard, maybe, whenever he was with the Mavericks. Maybe. He might have been top 20. I'd say at least top 25. He wasn't the worst, but he wasn't great either. I'd say he was middle-of-the-road kind of deal. But uh, Doug McDermott, I thought he was a lot better, but I was kind of surprised by that result. Uh, the big one for me, guys, right here. Three <laughs> versus 14. Uh, Zaza, Pachulia, Pe- and Pejostovic. So I Obviously, that was a landslide. Uh, Apesia won eighty-seven to thirteen, so that's a no-brainer for sure. Four versus thirteen was O.J. Mayo pitted against Amari Stoudemire. I picked Stoudemire. I don't know why. I just I'm not sure why I did that. Uh, O.J. Mayo he he beat him sixty-four to thirty-six. I don't. It's very hard to remember either of them playing uh, for the Mavericks. Especially Stoudemire, because I'm not sure how many games he played. Honestly, I'm not sure if he played that many. Whereas I think OJ, he played a bit more. Obviously one year, but I think he played more in the one year versus Stoudemire. Uh, when you think of Stoudemire, when I think of Stoudemire, I think of the Suns. You know, that was like his prime. And then the New York Knicks a little bit. Five versus 12 was Chris Gatling versus Tim Hardaway Sr. Well, he won by landslide. Senior did. 86-14. Six, six versus 11 was Dewan Blair versus Delonte West. I do remember both of these guys. I remember Blair, like, he was significantly, like, at his best with the Mavericks. I'm pretty sure. I think he also played for the Spurs, which I think he was okay there, too. But he barely lost. It was 49-51. Delonte West won that one out. Got Elton Brand versus Richard Jefferson. They picked Jefferson Jefferson and then Alfreek Aminu versus Walt Williams, eight versus nine, and Amino won by 92-8. My whole point of this was uh, I wanted to to mention really was my uh my number one pick was Djokovic, and they have him as number three seed. So I I fully hope that he does win the whole shebang, I guess. I mean I know it's just for fun, games and all that, but Stoyakovic I would say. Anyway, that's the Mavs Moneyball guys. Uh check them out for sure. Uh, but there, I, I I wanted to do this by myself here. The uh, I wanted to pick my favorite two-year player, right? So we talked about the one-year stint players. Now we're talking about the two years. Who's been with the Mavericks for two years? Now, this is an easy pick. It's obviously Luca. <laughs> he's, he's in his technically his second year, so it's definitely him. Porzingis is up there too, but Luca for sure, no doubt, is my favorite number two. Or my favorite two year player. But let's let's just go through and see what kind of names pop out at me. Uh let's see here. Ryan Brokoff, oh man. Yeah. The accountant. He'll be a good one. He's 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 up there for sure. You know, Jalen Brunson, he's up there too. Uh we're assuming him and Luca are gonna go to three, so not sure if they really count necessarily. You know, kinda wanna pick someone that's pretty much been with the Mavericks for two years and that's gonna be it. So right now Ryan Brokoff shoot brian cardinal man he was there for 2011 and 2012 that's tough that's the janitor right so you got the accountant versus the janitor oh gosh that's uh that's pretty cool Crom butler 2010 2011 he was pretty good uh 2010 he was good in 2011 until he got injured i think he got injured like after like 20 games i remember we were on fire with him as like our number two scorer basically and uh then he got injured. But we still obviously came through and won the championship. So he's he's solid. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Here's here's more realistic right here. Tyson Chandler. Played in 2011, then he came back in 2015. That that could be the guy to beat. For someone who's pretty... That's pretty much it. They're going to have the two years. And that's it. I, like, like I said to begin this, like Luca for sure. But he's going to have more years with the Mavericks. So uh, right now, yeah, I, I'd say he... You know, it's fun games to have Ryan Brokoff and Brian Cardinal, for sure. Uh, T- Tyson Chandler, he's very important, so i got him up there right now. Um, Seth Curry, 2017-2020, he's a solid pick, for sure. Monte Ellis, I thought he was with the Mavericks more than that. I thought he was with them for three years, or maybe four, but at least three. No, he's there for two years, 2014-2015. The solid pick. The... The day, the the days after the championship, that was a kind of a bright spot, sort of. You know, made the Mavericks relevant. You know, made it to the playoffs with him and you know Dirk. That was that was that was a good combo. I did like that duo. You know, for what the years were presenting us. You know, after the championship, you know, it was a kind of tough time. So Monte was kind of a bright spot there. Uh, Yogi Ferrell, two years. We we all know him. He he did very well. Let's see who else pops out. Avery Johnson, the coach, you know. Uh, he played 2002, 2003, and then he became coach uh, like 2005, 2006. Because I know he was, the, he was the head coach when they went to the 2006 finals and they lost that. I do remember that. Uh, let's see who else. Ian Mahimi, 2011, 2012. Not bad. Nerlens Noel. Oh, bro, guys. There we go. Nerlens Noel. Woohoo, buddy. That's, that's not a good one at all. Right below him, guys, is Chandler Parsons. Woo, man, talk about really not good uh, contracts there. Thankfully, we we didn't really lose anything. Uh, we we could have done a lot worse with Parsons. Could have been the Memphis Grizzlies and gave him like how was eighty or ninety million dollars for four years and with like no production dollars that bullet. Then Nerlens Noel, just I can't remember what we did with. It. Oh yeah, we offered him money, but then he turned it down. I do remember that now. Ooh, Dodge Miller bullet. Dennis Smith Jr., that was uh, He did very well when he was the Maver- when he was you know, his, his rookie year was great. He seemed promising. And then the second year, obviously Luca comes in. He can't play with Luca. Uh, we you know Luca's definitely got the higher potential, so it's unfortunate for Dennis Smith Jr. Uh Deshaun Stevenson, guys, 2010, 2011 He was very important for that championship run. Nick Van Exel. Man, I remember him. I remember Keith Van Horn. Remember these guys, Deron Williams, yeah, his time here wasn't that great, uh, let's see what else, I'll, I thought I just said, it. oh, oh, no, that's it, actually, uh, yeah, okay, so I would say Tyson Chandler, guys, Tyson Chandler for me is my favorite two-year player for the Mavericks, first year was, uh, my uh, one year was Stoyakovich, uh, two years Tyson Chandler, yeah, I'll put that down, for sure, so, like I said, I've got some other things to talk about, uh, let's see here. I pulled up this article. Let's see if I got the time to do it. Yeah, actually, let's just take a quick break. When I come back, I've like I said, guys, I've got plenty to talk about. So you guys stay tuned. All then. Welcome back to the Maps Corner. Just talked about my favorite two-year player from the Mavericks, it being Tyson Chandler. Uh, sticking with it just for a second, I just want to briefly say I intend to do my favorite three-year player on the next episode. I intend to. So, yes, want to do that. Also, happy May 4th. May the 4th be with you. So, just realize that. So, that's fun. Watch yourself some Star Wars. I, I, might, I might try to do that. I might try to do that today. I might. I might watch one. It has to be... You know, four, five, or six. Those are the best, in my opinion. But Anyway, back to Mavericks. Uh, I pulled up this article here. Uh, it's a guy talking about three offseason moves the Dallas Mavericks must make if the season doesn't resume by uh, Ashish Mathur. This was a few days ago. Uh, so what he talks about, I know he talks about, I'm not going to mention all three, but I'll mention the the big the big key piece that he brings up is DeMar DeRozan talks about acquiring DeMar DeRozan as our third, you know, primary scorer, you know, third star, basically. Right. He is. He's he's a consistent all star. He wasn't this year, but I don't think he was. Pretty sure he wasn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't I don't think he was. I know he was last year, but uh, I I don't know. Personally, I I don't know if I'd want to do that. Because here's the thing, we want to keep that window open for Giannis. If Giannis bails Milwaukee, bails out from Milwaukee and goes to free agency market, we have to have our books open for him. That that potential. Now, if Giannis says no way, I'm like staying with Milwaukee, or for sure I'm going to LA or something like that, then obviously we're wasting time. Um. We could do a lot worse than DeMar DeRozan, that's for sure. Not saying he's a bad player, uh, he just he can't shoot threes, so there's that. He's not gonna provide the best spacing if he can't shoot threes. I don't know if he can shoot threes, I know he doesn't. How about that? He might be capable of shooting threes, but I know he doesn't. He's a great two point shooter. The problem is, they like to do spacing, and he mentions this guy mentions it in his article how it would possibly take the ball out of luca's hands a bit more which of course any person okay if you bring in let's hypothetically we bring in Giannis. yeah that's gonna take the ball off out of luca's hands a little bit i would i think i've speculated this on the podcast before but if we got Giannis, i would still want luca to be the primary ball handler. of course Giannis is not the primary ball handler he's he's like a power forward slash center but um it would it would definitely help Luca. I think any third star is going to help Luca for sure. He mentions that how DeMar Drosen would help him out. That's that's a given, right? I I'm questionable about that. I think we could do better. Speaking of which, I, I found another little topic. It was this. This was on Twitter. Someone brought up the possibility of us acquiring Gordon Hayward. That would be. I would. I'd much rather have that. I'd rather have Gordon Hayward. So I'm pretty sure he can shoot threes. Uh, he's a shooter. Uh, my, only cons- my only two concerns would be his health and the money situation. I don't know how much money he's, he's asking for, but it might be too much. Again, this all is revolving around the Giannis sweepstakes. We've got to make sure we've got enough money to offer the max to Giannis. But hypothetically, if he doesn't want to come to Dallas, then Gordon Hayward if I had to pick between Gordon Hayward and Demar Rose, I'm picking Gordon Hayward every day and twice on Sunday for sure. Uh I can pull up the numbers another time, but I just think Gordon Hayward would be the better player in the system that we're trying to create. I you know, tell me you know what? You know, send me a message if you think that's di- if you if you're thinking differently, but I that's what I'm thinking. So I thought that was kind of fun to to read about. Uh quickly, you do want to mention that Mark Cuban Uh, Recently said that he is cautiously optimistic that the NBA can resume and finish the season out. I know that Adam Silver pushed the date from May 1st to May 8th, I believe, in regards to making a decision as far as timing, like bringing uh, practice facilities back and possibly bringing the season back. It's still going to take some time, guys. I know we're in May now, but <sighs> I think I've said this a couple times. I speculate maybe mid-May. There's no way. There's no way because that would be two weeks from now. There's no way. I don't know. That would be way too quick. Earliest I could possibly see this coming back would be mid-June. And I think that's wishful thinking. It might be late June. It can't be much later than July because that, that would be spilling too much, like, cause I, I, they're they're talking about starting the next season, the twenty 2020, twenty 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 one season in December. Well, there's got to be some kind of break, and I, obviously there's a break now. We've you know we haven't had basketball since March eleventh, so we're approaching almost two months now. So not to you know people have had a break now. It's uh, yeah, it's it's good to, anyway. I I bring this up because it, it's good to hear Mark Cuban say that he's optimistic and maybe he's just blowing smoke. Uh, it's it's maybe it's just to make people feel better that someone like him is saying something like that. I don't know how much we have to read into it. But I'd say it's it's a good sign, whether it's a big sign or a good or a small sign. It it's cool. I like it. So, let's uh, see what else. I do have several other things I wanted to mention. I've, I've, I've saved a lot of different things. So, let's see. Okay, question popped up here. Scenario, we have the number 18 pick, I believe, if the season ended, I'm guessing, uh, for the draft, we have the number 18 pick. So a question popped up, would we want to trade the number 18 pick for Draymond Green? Uh, I'll think about it for maybe 5 or 10 seconds, I'm not going to be somebody that says no way, I'll think about it for maybe 5 seconds. Then I'll say no way, I would not want him. A lot of people are like, yeah, we do. We want him. We want him. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people. There are several people that just absolutely love Draymond Green. They love him. I am not one of those people. I'm kind of the opposite. I do not like him at all. And he would not be good in the system. He would try to run the system, I think. He would, you know, I could just see. It's like Rajon Rondo 2.0. I I would think he would clash with uh, Coach Carlisle too much. And... I don't want him trying to teach Luca and Porzingis how to do things. I just I don't because I don't I don't like it. No, I didn't like how he basically you know grabbed Kevin Durant from the Thunder. I know it wasn't just all him, but he 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 was talking to him. That's 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 public knowledge. So I that's not right, and I don't want him teaching Luca that kind of stuff. You need to do things the proper, correct, truthful, honest. Right way, kind of thing. I just don't want it. No, no. Number 18 pick? No, I'm going to keep the number 18 pick for sure. Or I'm going to trade it for something better, younger, too. That's the other thing, too. I, uh, there is the argument that we need some veteran leadership, and not sure if JJ Bray is going to come back. This might be in his last season. We'll see. Uh, after him, uh, there's not really that much veteran leadership anymore there's courtney lee but he'll we'll, we're probably gonna let him walk i don't think we're gonna resign him i'd be shocked after that i think the next most veteran player on the team would be bobon said so, he's i wouldn't consider him necessarily a veteran uh his age possibly i think he's like 33 or 34 but he hasn't been in the league that long and i just i don't know i wouldn't want to put Bond in that position yet, so I'd have to have some kind of veteran, but I I don't I don't need Draymond Green. I don't need his mask, his drama. There you go. The drama, no way, it's not worth it. So uh nope, I'll keep the pick. <laughs> uh saw a survey the other day from the ESPN, it's a ESPN survey asking if you're starting a franchise, who are you starting with? They listed Luca, Zion Williamson, Trey Young, and John Morant as the options. Obviously, they they picked Luca. Luca won by a landslide, seventy-one percent. Zion came in second, sixteen percent. John Morant came in nine percent, third 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 and nine with nine percent, and then Trey Young came in last, four percent. Several people were shocked by Trey Young getting that that last spot versus John Morant, but. You know what? All four of those guys are great. They are. Uh, unfortunately, three of those guys or two of those guys are in the Southwest Division along with Luca. So the Southwest Division is going to be very good for the next several years for sure. Uh, let's see what else. Oh yeah, just briefly, Luca doesn't have a signature shoe, but he he kind of has his own shoe now for from uh, Nike I dropped and within 30 minutes of it releasing they were sold out so those shoes are not available right now but they're they're cool they're white with the the logo the Nike logo and the Nike logo is green uh looks like a green tongue and green uh base so that's pretty cool it's kind of cool looking uh did see this this is a uh pick 3 kind of deal and you get nine options so i guess the Dallas Mavericks the organization the The Twitter account looked up different players that were for the Mavericks, of course, that wore headband during their time with the Mavericks. And so, I I don't I can't mention all of them because I don't know all of them actually. But Van Exel is one. uh, Josh Howard is another. See, I can't I don't I don't know this one guy. But Vince Carter is another. Then Dirk Nowitzki, which Dirk Nowitzki hardly ever wore a headband right but in the picture that they have they've got him wearing a headband which he did so they've got him in there jason terry the jet of course uh, looks like brendan haywood they got eric dampier and then they got seth curry so you can only pick three right all right well obviously number one is dirk i, I don't think he should count because i don't he didn't wear the headband that much at all but we'll we'll put him in there since they they, they, they put him in there so dirk uh, Jason Terry, he's number two for sure. And then this is a hard one to pick the third one because you've got several good options, right? Van Exel was pretty good, I think, for the two years that he was there. Vince Carter, one of the, one, a very good player for sure. Uh, Josh Howard, he was arguably a, a great Dallas Maverick player. And Curry. Now, Curry, he doesn't have enough years under his belt. Well, he's had the same as Nick Van Exel, right? So (laughs) there's that argument. I I guess I would have to pick Vince Carter. That's kind of tough, though. They're not as clear-cut as the number one and number two, of course, Dirk and Jet. But definitely not Dampier, not Haywood, and the guy that I don't know his name, I don't recognize him, obviously not picking him, so... Uh, trying to think of what else here. Oh, and then last. Uh, this is this is kind of more like relevant news. The Mavericks and the Spurs are reportedly interested in Real Madrid guard Facundo Campazo, according to a Croatian outlet, Krosarka. So this is interesting. Apparently, this guy is really really good. He's a very good point guard. He, I guess someone's kind of uh compared him to JJ Barea, but he's way better than JJ Barea. I don't know if that means. This guy's better than the JJ Brea now or the JJ Brea in his prime. Because I'm bringing that up. They, uh, ABC uh, broadcast the 2011 championship game, game six, uh, today or last night. I watched it. I watched the, I guess it was the, it was when I realized they were airing it, it was the fourth quarter. And JJ Brea was running the, the floor for at least, the first half of the fourth quarter, and he was great. Great at commanding, you know, the ball on the floor, and i tell you what, Jet was great. Jet was fan-freaking-tastic. What was he, like 11-14? He was the player of the game for game six. Obviously, he wasn't the finals MVP. Dirk was voted that, but i tell you what, like I, I, I've i said this, like, Dirk was the only superstar, right? But he had a good team. He had a good plethora of Teammates that were fantastic: uh, Jet, Sean Marion, Tyson Chandler, so, so Jason Kidd. I can keep going, but anyway, back to this news here of possibly getting—I might be butchering the name on pronunciation—but Facundo Campazzo. If he is like JJ Brea, I guess on steroids, then we we should definitely go for him for sure, and. He's from uh, Real Madrid. Pretty sure there's there's some ties with Luca then. So that should help. And maybe they get they get along better. They know each other. I don't know. That sounds really promising and good to me. I just, uh, that would be awesome. I like it. I, I, haven't, I wanted to look up his stats and his age. I have not. So I will do that for the next episode. So guys, I think that's going to do it for me. As always, thank you for listening to the Mavs Corner. You can always message me, send anything, a comment, question, anything like that. I'd be more than happy to reply to it. Uh, yeah, so uh, as always, thank you for listening to mouse Corner. May the 4th be with you, and I look forward to doing another episode. So guys, take care.